recording button has been pressed. Well, I'm in the middle of taking a picture of this drink. <laughs> You're doing marketing when we're supposed to be doing recording. Well, isn't it? You're supposed to market after the episode, you know? Okay. Don't you know how this works? Haven't you figured this out yet? Whatever. Okay, I've got to move my mic closer to me now that I'm done taking photos. Oh, that's right. Photos. Photos. After you're done being a photographer. Yeah. Yeah. Good job. Good job. Hey, happy birthday, boy. Yeah, yeah. Well, yesterday. Yesterday was my birthday. Yeah, we were going to record yesterday, but we got kind of caught up in family. Yeah. Well, and it just kind of felt, I don't know why, it felt a little weird to be recording on my birthday. So... I don't know why it just yeah. did. So, so we're gonna release today's episode a little later than we normally do. We're actually yeah. recording this on Sunday when we usually release, and then mm-hmm. uh, we're gonna record it and release it immediately without yeah. re-listening to it. Yeah, so that's usually better because I always <laughs> second guess every episode as a yes. Should we release this or not? So yes, you do. Yeah. Um, as to whether or not this will be the one that finally does us in. Everybody will hate us now. That's well, that's the mental gymnastics you jump through. <laughs> I'm starting to wonder, though, if feedback is good or if silence is good. Well, the saying goes, any press is good press. Well, then the last episode did us in. <laughs> <laughs> yes, because there was silence. Silence. <laughs> that's right. So, I pissed off the world. Nope. In my uh, rant. Strangely enough, it was uh, more appropriate than we even thought it would be. Oh, my gosh. Um, yeah, yeah, it was like right? an eruption of mass shootings that that happened. and and then We the, released it on Sunday morning, and then there were multiple shootings that day. Yeah. And it was, it was like, crazy. are you kidding me? And we're like, God, we're, it's not that we're... You know that we, you know, we might have overstepped our bounds talking about this. It's like we're not fucking talking about this enough. So, <sighs> yeah. yeah. So anyway, but that's you know that wasn't what we planned to talk about today. No. So no. Um, it? Yeah. In fact, I think we'd only kind of semi planned to talk about what we're talking about today, <laughs> and I then might we didn't have forgotten, what and we then we didn't talk about. about it before we hit the record button, no, so we didn't. let's see what happens yeah. Isn't that how every episode goes, though? <laughs> it is, yeah, yeah, for the we, most part. We spend more time planning the drink <laughs> right. than just about anything else. Right, and we did get another drink suggestion. Yeah, but, but it was uh, kind of too late before we... Yeah, and we have to go buy some special ingredients for it again that we don't have. So we'll do it next. So we'll do it for our next episode. We'll get yeah. everything ready. And we got got to do a little prep work for that. Yeah. So prepping. keep sending us ideas because, yeah. you know, I am all up for trying something new. That's right. Otherwise, we will have gin and tonics all the time. All the time. Because <laughs> and, that know, is a go-to for us. It which is a go-to. doesn't bother me one bit. But, no. uh, but yeah. But, but today, today we're drinking whiskey sours. I haven't made one of these in a while. Oh, yeah. I forgot what I was going to say. Dark and stormy, but we settled nope. on whiskey sour whiskey today. Sours, and I so. was going to say, because it doesn't look very dark or stormy. It is not. Um, it does look very lemony and Cheers. soury. So Happy I'm, birthday. Yeah, oh, well, thank you. <laughs> that is, is for nice. anybody who can't stand <laughs> mouth noises. Yeah. yeah. Mm, 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 mm. <laughs> oh, Jesus. <laughs> now you've done us in. <laughs> It's, it's there's no amount of content that can do us in, but that fucking will. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
Uh, yeah. So this is working for me because it's not as sour as you normally like it. So it's I can handle yeah, it. It's yummy. I can. Um, but it, I'm it. feeling it in my jaws. So yeah. like yeah, that it's little a, tingle back yeah, there. That yeah, that soury kind of clenching. Like I've been clenching my teeth. I've been clenching, I've been clenching my, my teeth <laughs> for too long and too hard. Sounds like uh, Thurston Howell the Third from or the Muppets. I'm not sure which. No, it's Thurston Howell the Third from Gilligan's Island. Mm. That's what that is. So mm. there you go. Yeah. Okay, so you're reading a really interesting book right now, or auto reading. I'm just gonna call it reading because it's a book. But the fascinating thing about this book, I haven't started it yet because I would just finish the last book. Yeah, yeah. So um, I'm going to start it this week. But right. you shared an excerpt. Ex- excerpt. Excerpt. An excerpt. Um, there's some more mouth noises for you as I try to pronounce <laughs> words. Um, and uh, I found this book for you um, and thought this is one that needs to be listened yeah. to. yeah. Because it's by Russell Brand. Yeah. Name and of the book is Revelation. Yes. And it's, uh, um, oh, don't click off it, Connecting with the Sacred in Everyday Life. We thought on so many levels this would be appropriate. Yeah. And uh, he might outdo us in the cussing category as far as audio recordings. of. No. Yeah. It actually doesn't. That one, that one uh, I was going to say scene, but whatever. It's not the a one chapter. Yeah, the part of the cha- or, segment. There we go. The one segment I showed you was like one of the few times he actually cussed. Oh, so, okay. Yeah, he doesn't cuss a lot in this book. Yeah. Well, he. I think I will he's... not be outdone. <laughs> okay, goal for life. Um, <laughs> um, but uh, he's actually a really brilliant thinker. Oh, he's just so much fun for me. Yeah. 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 I've so always he's... enjoyed listening to him talk. And I, you know... I think he's funny, but that's not like I I really like his philosophical yeah um sometimes rantings mm-hmm. um sometimes explorations some you know musings um and it's it's just a lot of fun. But this has been a this has been a really great book. And it's like super appropriate you know to <laughs> to the podcast cuz he's talking about the sacred in every day and and that's uh, that's kind of what we. I mean, that was the whole point of naming it Sacred Spaces. Is you know talking about just like opening up uh, the sacred of our lives, yeah. and you know allowing people to to come in and and in, as we engage with the divine and and you know in each other, we expect that mm-hmm. you know to be engaging in that with all those who would listen to us yeah. as well and partake. And so yeah, it's just it's super fun. Yeah, but, I'm uh, anxious to. Uh, Listen more than just that ex. ex- yeah. I can't Excerpt. say the word. Excerpt. <laughs> then that segment you shared with me. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. One of those two. So, yep. No, that was a lot of fun. Um, and uh, yeah, I've been uh, reading a good amount of books lately through Audible. That's actually an Audible original. So he did that just for, for Audible. Audible. Yeah. But um, yeah, I was, you know, I went through a period of time kind of, you know, tied into my story that I've shared here before mm-hmm. uh, went through a period of time where I, I I could not read for anything. Like I, I used to be an avid reader and I would consume books like crazy. And, and uh, I went through a period of time where I just couldn't read anything. Like I just couldn't do it. And uh, you know, I was 
challenged by my friend Ryan to, you know, keep reading and, and, you know, you and I started talking about audiobooks and that sort of thing. Yeah. And, Cause it's the way I, I really yeah. need to read. So, and I've been reading constantly again. So my absolute favorite though is when books are read by the author. Yeah. Yeah. And, um, we just finished everything is spiritual by Rob Bell, which is always, oh gosh, you just sit so, back and so take very good. deep breaths with those and just yeah. ah, aha moments. And, yeah. um, so yeah, I'm, I'm anxious for that. Um, there's still an audiobook that I want you to listen to, read, um, Untamed by Glennon Doyle. It's also yep. read by her, yep. which yeah, I think just list. gives gotta, it, um, you know, a, a beautiful experience as well. But Yeah, you really hear it in the voice that they intended it to be in, yeah. um, which is... I think it's pretty spectacular. Yeah. I think it's pretty yeah. great. So someday when I write a book, I will record my own audible. How about oh, that? Okay. How about you? Because you're going to write a book too. Uh, I just don't know what to write a book about. Yeah. You, you um, got, you got, it. it's not that you don't know what to write a book about. It's about which, which one to, to start with. That's about. what it is for you. It's which one to start with. Mm -hmm. I think you have a, a number of books in you. Yeah. But are you going to do your own audible? Are you going to do that? Uh, I don't know if I can drink <laughs> while I do it. Maybe you can I do anything you want. It. We could record it right here. Yeah, we could. Yeah. I so. don't know. I have to decide. I mean, yeah, there's a lot of chapters. And that's in a my lot life. of reading. You know, that's six to nine hours worth of reading. There's a reason why I do audiobooks is so I don't have to actually read. So to read my own book <laughs> right. would be like counterproductive <laughs> from my life goals. That may be true. <laughs> but then you talk about how it's better from the author. Yeah. And then you would just hand that to somebody else. I don't know. You would I had never be happy with that. Difficulty saying the word excerpt. <laughs> I don't even think yeah. I did it right then. Maybe either. we should worry about starting the books first. <laughs> I have a title, but <laughs> I know. <laughs> oh man. Oh man. Uh, so um, <laughs> I do. It, I have my title, so it might dictate the book. So I know you're might. not supposed to do that, but yeah, yeah. And don't say it out loud. You'll yeah. commit yourself to it. You're not supposed to do that. Yeah, I have because then if titles. the book starts to, if it starts to kind of lay out in a in a different direction, you know, then I'll be stuck. Then you're stuck with by the title. You have to like wrangle it back into that, and that can really harm or, your process. Or is is the, what I've heard. <laughs> or the title becomes your plumb line. Like you get off that track with too. your story. Then the title keeps you going, you know, following I, I, that through line. Sounds like there's different ways of thinking about this. Yeah. Yeah. I never think about things the right way, so I'll probably go with the title first. What do you then mean the you book. never think about things the right way? Oh, because as soon as you tell me I can't do that that way, that's <laughs> the way I'm going to do it. <laughs> I don't care if it's right or wrong. I'm just going to go with the opposite. How is it that you're not the rebel <clears throat> and I am? How is that? You've always been the... The rule follower. Oh, there's still like this uh, parameter in which it's just that I don't want to be told what to do. It's not that I can follow rules. It's just wow. I don't want someone to tell me which rules to follow. And now I'm at a point in my life where I'm like, <laughs> fuck the rules. <laughs> oh, my God. I don't God. think I believe in rules anymore. Whoa. <laughs> We just found our topic for this episode. <laughs> Nothing else yeah. that was in my mind is even remotely interesting <laughs> at this moment. 
because this is a revelation on the Sacred oh, Spaces podcast. Seriously, you don't think one hundred percent? You have never said those words in your life. I think there are systems to follow when you need a paycheck. Um, you know, like going to work. You know, this is how you do your job, and you do that thing. But when it comes to like rules about how you live your life, I say fuck the rules. Okay, how far reaching is this for you though? This is like I, I am I am fascinated by this. We're gonna explore this now. Uh, so <laughs> I'm probably in way over my head. I don't even know what I said, and now I'm gonna defend it. <laughs> well, you, you just started your very first drink of the day, so you can't uh, blame it on you know saying something because you hold were on. inebriated. Let me get this down really fast. Yeah, and then, then, we'll you can, then you'll be on a tear. <laughs> Yeah. Okay. So let's, first of all, th- this has always been one of those understandings between us where like rules are there for a reason Yeah. for you. Like this is what, you know, uh, yeah. your approach has been. Um, my approach has always been rules are suggestions at best <laughs> and, and uh, methods of entrapment. Usually, you know, <laughs> and, and you have always been like, no, no, no rules are there for a reason and they're to be followed and that sort of thing. Okay. That was before. Now I have developed some really weird quirks yeah. where I find rules now, like there's some rules that exist now that are just like, I just don't break those. And like what? I'm trying to think. What, <laughs> I mean, I can think of some, but I'm not going to talk about that right now. Um, I, you know, just like, I don't know, it's like certain traffic rules and, you know, yeah. things like that. They just become like, that's just the way that the things are. And I, and so I've kind of shifted a little bit more into this thing of where, you know, rules have taken on a different kind of significance for me. And now you're saying that you, th- I mean, again, you just said that uh, that. Well, now I just forget how you phrased it, but something I, I phrased it like this: "Fuck rules." That that was it. Yeah, yeah. So, please <laughs> expand <laughs> or expound. Maybe that's uh, what it is. Yeah. Expound on that, will you? <laughs> well, I do think rules for the sake of having rules are just that's just stupid. Um, I think. Rules can be a space where people control behavior, but not necessarily engage intent. So if a rule is there to avoid an outcome, but doesn't actually engage the motive or the intent, then it's a, it's, it's pointless. It's just behavior modification. Okay. But aren't I can't I can't believe we're on these sides of the tables on this where I'm like challenging you on this. Okay, well let me finish um, talking then. Oh no. Oh, you had a question? Well, we can't just have a conversation about it. <laughs> like give me an example. Are there rules to this conversation? <laughs> no. This is a free-flowing <laughs> conversation. But uh like give me an example of you said rules for the sake of rules are pointless. So what's a rule that's for the sake of a rule? Give me an example. Um, so, okay, we'll just jump into the deep water here. Um, the rule 
was don't have sex before you get married. Okay. And there may be positive or negative outcomes to that. Um, but the rule was in place as behavior modification. We could even go as far as saying the rule was in place for patriarchal intentions. So okay, you're looking at me pretty oddly. <laughs> no, 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 no. I'm, I'm, I'm wanting you to like, right. To so, draw big pictures here. So, uh, and we've talked about this on previous episodes that I don't necessarily think legislation is the way we change, um, moral issues or, uh, yeah. you know, that sort of thing. Yeah. So, um, I don't hear like big issues like abortion. And stuff right. Like right. Yeah. So I think that there is more of a human component that, um, that rules for the sake of behavior modification don't necessarily solve a problem. I think they delay um, outcomes, but I don't think they necessarily change people. So to me, like you mentioned traffic, Mm -hmm. um, rules to the road and that sort of thing. And you know, I will be the first one to get pissed off at people who decide to suddenly back up because they missed their turn. (laughs) Um, Yes, they are breaking a rule. (laughs) But the bigger issue is that they're not using common sense. And so some of these rules that we have in place should really are just issues of respect and issues of common sense. That okay. if, if we like, okay, so the other day at, we were at, I was at work at, um, at, here on the South Hill. Power goes out on the South Hill um, during our lunch hour. And we weren't sure when it was going to come back on, but we're standing. We have these big windows that look out over 29th and Southeast Boulevard. And that's right, a, a stoplight right there. Right, as a stoplight. And uh, so the light is out. And we're standing there just watching the traffic and realizing that we all need to up our Zoloft intake just to manage <laughs> what was happening in that inter- intersection. And um, it was really crazy how little common sense was being used. They were so used to the rule, when the light is red, I stop. When the light is green, I go. And we're just in this responsive mode. But they were left to actually have to think at that intersection and use common sense. And without the rule in place, it it was nuts. Mm. Like literally nuts. Nobody could just think about the safety of the situation and deduce react in that way okay so how does that make the how is that a problem with the rule though i just think rules it's not that the rule is a problem i just think it's a facade to manage something that's actually a different issue we have to have the 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 rule for the traffic light in place red green yellow turn signals all of that because we can't manage um, courtesy. We can't manage chaos. Okay. So I understand there's a lot of traffic going. This is probably not a really great analogy of it. It was just something that I was observing that day yeah. and going, wow, you just take one simple thing out of this scenario and people forget how to think. They forget how to make decisions that are based on the good of themselves and good of other people. Yeah. Right. So I think that there's a lot of rules in place that are rules for the sake of being rules rather than having 
the inner law, the inner rule of respect, of human courtesy, of caring, of values. And if we operated out of those, there would probably be a lot less need for rule. Um, okay. Does that so, make sense? I, I'm, I'm hearing what you're saying. It's, it almost sounds like you're saying something a little different, though. So correct me if I'm, if I'm wrong here. It almost sounds as if you're implying that the blanket following of rules has taken place of common sense and common decency mm-hmm. within yes. the, the larger us. I don't think it's so that though. when um, when that rule something breaks down with that rule, like the stoplight, the power goes mm-hmm. out in the stoplight, we don't have that internal uh, right. motivator within us to know what to do in that situation because we've become so accustomed to the rule. Mm-hmm. The rule has made us dumber. Um, yeah, it's it, it's given us permission not to think. I don't know if dumber is really the right word, but it's given us pers- okay. permission yeah. to only respond and to bounce off of the rule, right? Um, but I think that, you know, having lived by so many rules along the way, I really admire uh, respecting people's boundaries, respecting another's well-being, human life, um, all kinds of life. I mean, those things, it's not that I don't have a moral compass. It's that I don't think rules get us there. I think they just manage for a period of time those who want to be managed. The the rest of the people who don't want to be managed by a rule – We'll say, fuck the rule. Okay, that must be me. But um, <laughs> but I just don't think that if we are always living by a set of rules for behavior, we're not, we stop thinking. We stop you know, making decisions in life based on our value system and our, our moral compass mm. um, and how we actually value someone else. So when someone red, runs a red light, what do we say? We say, you idiot, you jerk, you ran a yeah. red light, what, da, 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 whatever. But if we have to be at an intersection where there is no light, we have to stop and communicate with each other. We have to consider what the other person might do. We don't get the opportunity to just simply be pissed off because they ran the red light. We have to interact. We have to engage with okay. somebody else. So if the rule is our relationship, if that's who we're having a relationship with, it, with, then we actually diminish some of the humanity of coexisting with each other. Yeah. Okay. So, <laughs> <laughs> but there, even even within that, let's the the intersection where there is no stoplight. Mm-hmm. Let's, you know, let's. Around here in Spokane, one of the things that drives oh, me insane. There are no stop signs. Is not having a stop sign, a yield sign, anything. So you come to an intersection and you're like, do I just keep driving through it or do I, you know, and so you're trying to see right. up and down the road to see who has the right of way, all that kind of stuff. But there's still rules. Like there's the there's the rules of the road. Like I, I come to that intersection right. and I have to yield to whoever's on the right of me, right? right? Who's coming that way. But if somebody's 
to the left of me, then I have the right of way and I can go. Mm-hmm. And if they violate that rule, then they're going to T-bone me and it's going to be their fault. But there's still, there's a, there are rules that exist within that. Yes. For order and absence of chaos. Yeah. I, so I, I, is, is the point that you're having difficulty with when you say fuck rules, is it, the rules themselves or is it our how many rules it seems like we fucking need well it's probably a little bit of both because you know growing up in evangelical christianity there is a rule for everything there's a rule for every thought you have yeah so uh i say what what's the point we all end up in the same space here is somewhere in our mid forties going, what was this all about? Like, I, I mean, we do, we, we yeah. start to question, we, we follow this thing and then we stop and we go, wait a minute, what was the purpose of all of this? I'm still this broken, shitty person that I was way back then. What did the rule get me? Where did it take me? Yeah. So, um, so that's why I say the rules, the rules get in the way. And I think if we're going to go back to religion like I just did, I think Jesus even made that point. Okay. That above all of these other rules, love me and love each other. Right. Love your neighbor as yourself, right? And it's like this thing, okay, did what I do honor my neighbor? Did it honor me? So if that's the the moral compass in which we go by then what is the need for all the rules? And particularly in religion, why do we need a rule for every single behavior that's out there? And thus a term called sin for everything that we did wrong or for every rule we broke, right? So I just think those start to define how we live our life in terms of the choices we make occupationally, how we build our families, if we take that trip, if we spend the money over here, like it, it, it dictates everything. And what if we just sat back and said, is that a loving thing to do for myself? Is that a loving thing to do for my family member, for my neighbor? I mean, it's just a simple question. Why do I need, you know, a hundred rules to make that decision and and rather than one question? It really sounds like you are, um, without naming it, that you, that you're really drawing a differentiation in categories of rules too, though. Um, Maybe. I mean, because it it doesn't sound like you're attacking all rules so much as you're attacking certain rules. Well, I can't um, say that because um, my biggest pet peeve in life is well, there's kind of two. One of them is um, self-absorption. So if you're in a community setting and someone is on, is making decisions only based on how it serves them, like cart holes and <laughs> mask holes. Um, Your Bieber. And my Bieber. Um, then, um, you know, that that is one of those. It's just a complete lack of community. And the other is incompetency. And I don't think incompetency is something that we are born with. I think it's something that we choose. 
And it's a lack of common sense. It's a lack of looking at the things that are going on around me, evaluating and making forward decisions about that. So whatever scenario that might be. So whether it's workplace or community space or whatever, and there is just this total disregard for thinking through that if that if I do this, this is going to happen. A plus B equals C. You know, like yeah. So uh, those those are just pet peeves of mine. Okay. So when I look at that, but again, and I go, you're not I talking have to about. Put a, I have to put a rule in place for incompetency and. But you're not talking. You're not talking about incompetency in that you just don't have the acquired knowledge on a. No. Like no. I can be. I'm I'm incompetent at web design because I don't know how to design web websites. You're untrained in web yeah, design. Yeah. In, incompetent so you, is this is this uh it's this it probably sits in there with a self-absorption but it, it probably sits in there with laziness it probably sits in there with um i don't i'm not really paying attention you're like, talking about somebody's like approach to it like they like, like they, you can tell them something like they just don't really and they care because they don't really because they, yeah. they really don't care right or, or not yeah, yeah yeah so it's it's more of a um i think it's more of a choice be, uh, choosing a behavior but um, I could get be getting myself into so much like <laughs> Webster defining no, no, no. This problems is, here, but I, I think this is fantastic because it, it again, I could be totally exposes me a lot. I could be totally wrong on this again, <laughs> but it feels like we're working through this. It doesn't feel like, it doesn't feel like, like you have like this, you've been, you're ready to write a book on this subject. It sounds like, like you've kind of been mm, thinking about this. And this again, this is the first time we've talked about it, period. And so it's kind of like we're working through this. And yeah. I mean, it's just a bit of development that's happening, is what it sounds like too. Is well, that, I just, I just, am I wrong, or is it fully developed? And I just need to sit back and just listen. I don't know. Listen and learn um, from you. <laughs> <laughs> well, you probably need to do that anytime you'd like. <laughs> that's right. Um, no, I, I, I kind of, I just feel like. Um, Rules are that outer edge. You know, they're the thing we need because we don't choose something deeper. And and, and I, I feel like that crosses all kinds of things. Religion, politics, social structures, um, systems, work environments, all of it. Like we, we create rules. Okay, for instance, you know the warning labels on products? Well, yeah, Do not stick this there. <laughs> yeah. It's because it happened. <laughs> right. So the issue isn't that the product actually needs a rule. It's that some human being <laughs> yes. needs help. That's right. That's right. <laughs> but it, or it, they have a lack of competency. Yeah. And when they, and when they sued that company, their, uh, their whole basis of their lawsuit was, well, you didn't tell me not to. <laughs> right, right. So, right. right. Anyway, I, I just, I feel, I feel like as, as a culture, we don't have this, um, this approach to life that says it's not just about me, it's about the whole. And so, would I actually need the rule, um, if I just lived in mutual respect? I know that's very lofty and it's very out there because it's not going to happen. I get that. Eh, we're not talking in, in the realm of, but we're talking, we're just, we're, yeah, we're, we're just talking. Yeah. So yeah, we, 
it doesn't do any good to shut something down because, well, that would never happen. Yeah. Um, I'm, I, I do. I'm coming around a little bit. I'm coming around a little bit. And it, and again, it's funny that we're having, cause you know, I, I'm, you know, have thought of myself for a long time as a, you know, as a budding anarchist, you know, where, you know, I did want to, um, you know, just do away with all rules, do away with all, you know, laws and all that kind of stuff. And, you know, people should just, um, same kind of thing as, is what you're saying. And then, you know, but I do have these, you know, these hangups then, you know, and I, and I was thinking through and I'm sitting here racking my brain, trying to think of areas where what you're saying doesn't work. And so I'm, and, and not to, you know, be antagonistic or anything, but I'm just trying to kind of think through the whole thing. Right. And so I think about like, you know, well, what about like property boundaries? I mean, there's like, there's rules about that. And then, you know, so that, you know, things are clear, we know what to expect from one another and we're clear, Mm -hmm. you know, and then I'm like, yeah, but wouldn't it be nice to live where there are no property boundaries where we, you know, we, we, care about our neighbors enough to where we enjoy each other, you know, and it's, and it's what's mine is yours. And what's yours is mine. And right. we just, we weren't worried about, you know, get your chickens off my, <laughs> off my property. Oh my God. Well, <laughs> we've never approached it because I, you know, I don't want to care that much, you know, yeah. but it's like, but there's these, there's these, these rules right. that, you know, you're supposed to control your animals, you know, and, and, and that sort of right. thing. Um, and so, you know, uh, and then I think about, okay, well, what about rules of the road, you know, and you're, you're going along and it, I mean, you gotta, if we didn't have rules, the road, then you could drive on whatever side of the road you wanted to, you know, uh, and Middle East. That's exactly what <laughs> India know. is like. I know. And they get um, in car accidents all the time, but nobody's going over like 10 miles an hour. So, uh, you know, that's one of those things where it's like, you know, well, it, that's kind of a, a rule. But that's not, but again, but we're kind of in different, I mean, that is law too. But you can get in different territory too where you, you think, you know, laws as opposed to understoods, you know. Hey, mm-hmm. we have a, there's a communicated agreement between all drivers that we only drive here in America on the right side of the road, right? <laughs> you know, yep. it is. It doesn't have to go to a place of of being a rule, except we had to make it a rule because, you know, there's somebody out there that was like, well, if you don't tell me to drive on the right side, then I'll drive wherever I want, you know, and then they screw everything up for everybody else. So the greater the greater law. That's it. Is common sense. It's common. But it's also, you know, it's respect is respect. Yeah, it's love. Yeah. Um, no, I, I'll be the first one who is absolutely irritated driving down the road and somebody is walking or running on the wrong side of the road because there is a right and a wrong side of the road to do that because on. Because there's a rule Because about there's it. a rule. <laughs> but the rule is there for common sense. It's so that you'll get your ass out of the middle of the road because you can actually see me coming. Right. So when you're on the other side of the, you're on the correct side of the road, it's so that you can see what's coming ahead of you. But see, that, that takes me back to, you know, something I said to you earlier, two different things. One, that it, it really seems as if you have, like, you, first of all, you, you have classifications of rules, and there are rules <laughs> that you don't have. A, I have as, rules for rules? No. <laughs> that's one way of saying it. <laughs> but you, uh, 
you appreciate some rules and, and see the necessity of them. And there are other rules that you don't see the necessity you think are completely ridiculous. Um, and out of the, uh, the, the rules that you see a necessity for, they could be, uh, they could be handled if it, or they could be, uh, rendered non, uh, non-important, um, or unnecessary if people would just exercise common sense or, or respect or love for their neighbor. Um, and so, but, but in that case, it doesn't sound like you have a problem with the rule. You have a problem with the, with why we need the rule. Um, and that's a human problem. That's why I say fuck rules. I know, but, but on the other hand, when you know you you talk about rules like you know um you know don't the rule of in the in christianity of you know don't have sex before you're married um that you have a problem with that rule um and so i, I have a problem that somebody gets to tell you that you can't what you can do with your body well it's it's more than that it's are, are we not, I guess we're not able to think, you know? And so the rules are there because we can't actually think. And that we have to protect ourselves from lawsuits and shit. So we have to make a rule so that, that people know ahead of time you can't do that because then you can't sue me if you do that. Like that's, it. It's it all still comes back to respect. If I want to or not want to have sex before I get married, that's about respect for myself and respect for another person. Why does the church get to tell me what I can and cannot do? Because it's a one-way ticket to hell, that's why. Well, exactly. That's why I say it's just, it's behavior modification. It's telling us how we are appropriately supposed to behave rather than trusting or instilling in people from the time they are young mutual respect and there are other societies that do this and have fewer rules but have more expected experiences with one another and you know again to completely go with you on this um you know what happens within the particular evangelical church when rules are placed on your body and and what you Uh can do with it and um is that the, the first thing that begins to happen is people begin to think about, well, what's the, where's the line? You know, when have I quote unquote had sex then? Right. right? And so if I do this, is that sex? You know, uh, you know, if I, and, and so, you know, I remember growing up in Christian schools and all that kind of stuff. Um, people that would retain their, again, quote unquote virginity, you mm-hmm. know, girls and guys, um, by not having, uh, vaginal intercourse. Right. And so, you know, it was like they could they give each other hand jobs. They give blow jobs. They could have anal sex. They could do wow. all, <laughs> all this kind of stuff. Right. And they, they technically did not have sex. And so, um, you know, that takes me all the way back to the Bill Clinton and Michael Lewinsky. Oh, right. you know? I did, I did not, not have, have sexual relations with that woman. Um, and it's like, okay, that's what those kinds of rules do. 
is they right. draw the lines right. as opposed to what you're talking about is, is how do you have respect for not only others, but how do you have respect for your own body? Yeah. How do you have respect for, um, um, another person's well-being and, and their boundaries? How, how, how can you, um, show uh, true measures of love towards one another and and what comes of that and, and all that mm-hmm. kind of stuff. And, and then letting that be the guide for, you know, how someone handles themselves like well, that. Because a, a what, what situation does. are we in? We're in this space now where it's how, how many different ways and what's the most appropriate way for a girl to say no for it to not have been consensual sex. Right. We have we have those same grade lines because there actually isn't mutual respect in that situation, right? Right. right. So it, it's I don't know that I could come up with a scenario or a rule that wouldn't eventually lead back to respect. So why are the rules there? Because as human beings, we can't actually do it. Because we make a choice to think of ourselves first. Right. And and if that's the way we're going to be, then the rule is there to protect the one who wasn't an idiot. You know, I I mean it's 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 there to tell the one who's saying I care more about myself and my own rights than I do about yours. So right. the, it's the barrier from them to the rest. So how do we how do we ever be in a situation then where that those kinds of rules aren't necessary. Well, that's I mean, why you get people choosing community. They're choosing, these are the people that I want to live in community with. And whether it's in South America or Tennessee or wherever, you know, they find these pockets of places because they, they want to live in a mutual respect environment. And, and that's the overarching rule. And I'm not saying that that's the solution to it. I'm saying that's how some people are resolving it, that, that this isn't working. Policing isn't working. Uh, creating new laws isn't working. It's not actually changing behavior. And, you, and why do we have laws against racism and of every kind, uh, c- color, culture, country, um, LGBTQ, like we have that for all of them, not because those people in and of themselves need a rule, but because there's others who don't respect and we have to protect those. Which takes us back to Jesus again in, you know, what you said, it's called the great commandment for a reason, AKA the great rule, Mm -hmm. the golden rule. (laughs) Yeah. Um, well, the golden oh, no, rule it was is different. different. Yeah, yeah. right. Um, but it, it's basically the same idea. Do unto others as you would have them do unto you. It's a yeah, mutual it's, respect. Yeah. Love God, all you your like heart. <laughs> no, please stop that. <laughs> it's a cool sound. Nate is going to be so pissed off. So. I know. I'm making all the sounds <laughs> just for him. Um, you, you know, love God with all your heart, mind, soul, and strength. There's a whole different topic. We're not in that right mm-hmm. now because that's a... That's a different topic that I don't think um, I have heard correctly 
broken down within right. the church either. I think it's I think it's about something entirely different. Mm-hmm. Um, and then love your neighbor as yourself, right? Which mm-hmm. I'm going to say again has not been correctly yeah. discussed within the church either. Okay, so I think that um, at least within the within the church who claims to be Jesus centric. When Jesus says this is the most important thing, the church would make that the most important thing within the church then, right? You would um, think. Yeah, and 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 that definitely is not happening. And so there are no. all kinds of, I mean, it, it, it feels to me like rules abound anytime that you start, you know, getting close to religion, you know. What, what um, is the purpose for a rule? It's to, um, it, I mean, it's to give guidance on how to act is what it is on it's how to, to control act. control behavior. Yeah. Control behavior. Yeah. So when a spiritual entity is placing rule upon rule upon rule, they are placing control upon control upon control within that I environment. Know. God, I'm still just, I, I'm, again, <laughs> it's just, I, I know I've been saying this so much. But I cannot believe we're on the sides of the tables that we are on this one. Um, but, um, I'm still just saying I, I, I can't get away from this thing that, that just says, OK, but but there's some of that that they're they're You know, but there's okay. some of that 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 gives like. Like like security too for somebody to walk into, right, of and if the if the if the rules are clear, then I know what's expected of me. Okay, um, does it have to be a rule? Yes. Okay. Can it be? Talk about that. Can it be an <laughs> expectation? Can it be that if we we host an event and there is there are courtesies, there is tipping. There is um, how many, you know, people at a table. Yeah, but is don't there... we don't we call those unwritten rules though? Like you have you have your rules, and those then you are have culture. Your, yeah, yeah, but yeah, but Ta- then your unwritten rules. Exactly. Of... Okay, so you you have to understand that that I'm not saying when I say I don't like rules doesn't mean I can get rid of them, like. If, okay. if I choose to be mutually respectful with somebody, doesn't mean they're going to choose it back. So if if the rule was don't take life and I respect that your life is a value and I don't want to take your life, it doesn't mean that you feel the same way back. It doesn't mean that you actually value life and that you're not going to take mine. But because the rule... It's Theoretically, good. your life is safer then. Right. Whereas if that rule didn't exist, that person might decide, well, there's nothing stopping me. Right. And I don't value your life, so I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do what I want. But here. once we're in the system of rules, we've stopped thinking. And we don't live in a system of respect. We don't live in a system of human value. So until we make a, a bigger shift, then the rules are going to have to remain doesn't mean I like them. Doesn't mean they work. Mm. Yeah. Now, I, I hear what you're saying. And I, and, 
like to me that sounds wonderful i mean it sounds wonderful and how would it ever be possible <laughs> um because i don't and, and and here's where it comes down to yeah. is it's a breakdown for me too because i could find a way of living that way yeah where i i don't know i I could see myself living in a way where I respect everyone around me and I treat people with, you know, respect and I don't, you know, um, infringe on, on their joy or happiness or, you know, or their humanity. But goddamn that one fucking asshole that's living on our street. And I don't have a person in mind. I'm just saying. Right. 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 Um, and, uh, you know, who, who just doesn't, everybody else does what's their fucking problem. And you know, it's like somebody ought to do something about that. You know, well, all of a sudden we're right back there again. Right. Well, we need something to control that guy. Well, if it's, if you can't just have that in effect to control that guy, it's like, it then has to become for everybody. Right. Even if we're doing it already. Right. You know what I'm saying? And so, yeah, it's so, so here, here is why we land yeah. at a trial to um, to find justice for George Floyd, which we found um, consequence for the crime committed, but we did not find justice, yeah. right? So, but we are in this place because we have different ideology. We have different ideas on how we value another human being. Um, it wasn't the only story of the week where we had people take um, violence into their own hands. No, it was not. So, no. so do if it wasn't for the rules in place, well, the rules were in place. George Floyd shouldn't have died, right? Right. But if it wasn't for the rules in place, we wouldn't have had a conviction for the person who killed, who murdered George Floyd, right? So now we hear conversation about new rules to be developed um, under George Floyd's name so that this doesn't happen again, right? But, it's, but it is happening again. It's been happening all week. And, yeah. and we're not the rule. That's why I say fuck the rules. The rules aren't the problem. The rules are a hope that we can deal with the problem. Oh, they see, that's different than how I interpreted what you were mm-hmm. saying in the beginning. Um, that's different. That's interesting to me. And the rest of that wasn't interesting to you. <laughs> <laughs> this whole thing has been fascinating to yeah. me. This is wonderful. I'm enjoying the hell out of this conversation. No, I'm just saying that it's, uh, that I, it, it that I'm a little slow on this episode and it's taken me a little while to catch up to what you're, well, you should drink as fast as I, I know <laughs> your drink is gone already and I'm still working on mine. Um, but cause I want it to last the whole episode. That's why I don't we could be pause out. and make a new one. We could, <laughs> but let's not disrupt Aww. the flow. <laughs> well, it's an unwritten rule we have that we don't stop recording that we just, you know, that's not true. We've done it. So many oh times. yeah. Right. No, that is, that isn't true. <laughs> um, anyway, um, but no, just that, that, um, yeah, again, I was originally interpreting when you said fuck the rules, I was originally interpreting that all of your anger and angst was, angst was pointed at the rule. 
And really you saying fuck the rules is dismissing the rules. Like the, the rules aren't fixing us. No, that's what I've been saying this whole time. Well, They're the outer <laughs> perimeter. <laughs> They're just behavior Jesus. modification and it only works as good as it works. Now I'm feeling like you are looking down on me. I'm not for looking, being so I'm looking slow. across. <laughs> I'm feeling very, very exposed on this episode. <laughs> like like I haven't been keeping up, you know. <laughs> You haven't been. <laughs> right. Oh, that ice again. That's going <laughs> to get you in Sorry, some trouble. Um, so, uh, yeah. No, I, yeah, yeah. Um, I, I, uh, I don't, I'll, I'll put it much milder than you. I don't like rules. And I don't like them because I, I don't like that we need them. That's, and I, uh, that's. You know, that's in, such a nine thing to say. Oh gosh, it's my way of saying it. No, okay? it's a, it's a very uh, it's a a very diplomatic way of saying it. Okay, but it's how I feel. No, also, I, I know, I know, but I, I um, I'm okay. I'm but not if ready I could to change the system from the inside out. You know, I totally would. But I I'm just just this person over here in Spokane who picks up a mic once a week. Okay. And, so let me say this then, because, you know, I, I, this is entirely about me right now. This has, you mm-hmm. can, you can say if you, if you identify with this or not, Okay. um, there's a part of myself where I don't know if I, where if I, if I trust myself is as much as I want to have the best of intentions and all that kind of stuff, I think about, um, just how angry I get sometimes. Why? Um, Why do you get angry? When someone else violates the rule. <laughs> when when someone else disrespects uh, you is disrespectful, right? Or they're so, or they're just unthinking. They're careless, or they're you know, and incompetent it, is another word. Yeah, I know that's your word. I think it's I, I think of it a little a little different realm. Yeah. But yeah, I yeah, and I. And I think, okay, if there weren't, and I'm not talking about like legal rules necessarily, but just, you know, again, the unwritten rules of how we conduct ourselves in society and all that sort of thing. You know, I don't necessarily, I don't necessarily trust myself that I wouldn't just go off on somebody more than I have. Mm -hmm. I've done it a few times and I, and I feel really guilty and horrible afterwards, you know? Um, And so I'm like, well, the, the rules sometimes there again talking about the unwritten rules um, are are there for for mm-hmm. me because I don't know that I would okay let me act ask in the way that I should act if they weren't there. Let me ask you this: Okay, if the rule didn't exist, would there be a sound? Is that a if there's the yes. tree falls in the forest. Yeah. There's no one there to hear it. Does it yeah. make a sound kind of yeah. thing? Yeah. <laughs> if the rule wasn't there, would we innately begin to operate in respect? That when, when I actually unleash on somebody that there is relational consequence, instead what we do is we hold each other to the rule. To a standard. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, I can go with that. Okay, so 
how would you even begin to explore um, a a realm mm-hmm. that was other, you know, a, a society, a community that was other? Because because you mm-hmm. said there are communities that kind of form right. around this, but those uh, I would actually take issue with that. But not take issue with it. I would disagree with it because I think that all that those communities have is a different set of rules. Well, ultimately, and so it's yes, like. Here's but, how here's how we act as a community, you know, and that's just a different set of rules. So ask me the question again. Um, how would we even begin to explore um, everyone, you know, within a certain community? Because you couldn't do it on a global scale. Um, living with no no rules, only thinking of each other's best interest. Mm-hmm. How would you even begin to explore that? Mm-hmm. My father's kingdom is here now. Okay. The greatest commandment is to love one another as we love ourselves. What were the Beatitudes? I know I am going back to Christianity, but actually I'm not. I'm just going back to one person's words that you think it looks like this, but I say it's this. It's the upside down and backwards. It's the rethinking of everything. It's one of us at a time saying, I'm choosing to live differently. And it may not, I doubt it will happen in our lifetime on American soil because we have such a deeply entrenched culture and individualism. But I would be willing to bet that there are places in this world that understand this concept with like they understand breathing, that you care about your neighbor. And you'll find pockets of those throughout the world where you like, oh, my gosh, you hear stories about this village or you hear stories about this city and and this culture and how they do things so vastly different than us. But I think that that was the whole point in what Jesus was trying to say to us is there is another way and it looks like this, but you are going to have to choose it and you're going to have to be a different kind of person engaging with your neighbor in a different kind of way for this to actualize. And what did we do throughout history? We decided that it was actually a little bit easier to create rules and modify or control behavior than it was to be the kind of person who didn't do something to hurt their neighbor. Yeah. (sighs) So can it happen right now here in America? I don't think so. But I do think that I can choose to do that with people that are in my life. And I say that even with relationships that have strife in my life. And part of it isn't that that we can all just get along. I don't I don't think euphorically like that. I think it's more about um changing how we collectively view our existence here. That if we are a, if we are here about one of two things, about myself and what I get out of it. Uh, I think we've heard it termed as vampiric living or 
I am not living here except to spend time until I get to the next place. Either of those motives, either of those agendas are not going to push us into flow with the rest of creation. Nature, humans, all of it. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> I, uh, I think a lot when I, when I think about, you know, abstract, you know, thoughts and, and, mm -hmm. you know, theoretical kinds of things, you know, which I kind of put, I, I think of this in, in terms of theoretical. Um, and I, and I, I think oftentimes, yeah, but what am I supposed to do with it? You know? Mm -hmm. Um, and, <laughs> um, you know, my friend Ryan tells me that I'm a pragmatic because of that. And I'm like, Ugh, I just, I hate labels altogether, but it is a very pragmatic way of thinking, you know, and it's okay, fine. I get the idea. I get the concept. Yeah. It sounds nice, but what am I supposed to do with it? And, and like, for me, there, there comes this, this point in which if I'm actually going to, if I'm, if I'm actually, if I'm actually going to actualize this, <laughs> mm -hmm. um, then uh, at some point in time, I, me, has to risk everything mm -hmm. by being the first one. Not saying that there aren't other people out there, but in my realm, mm -hmm. I have to be the first one. I have to. I have to strip naked in front of my neighborhood and say, I am at your mercy, but this is how I intend to live with you. Mm -hmm. um, and, and if you violate me, well, then we're, that's part of the process. Mm -hmm. If it, you know, and, um, God, that could, this could, that could be taken to all kinds of, you know, wrong realms. I'm just talking about, I'm not, I'm not even talking about really horrible things. I'm talking about somebody touching my shit. I'm sorry. Yeah. Somebody, you know, nobody wants to actually touch your <laughs> shit. Just so you know, <laughs> you know, somebody, uh, uh, you know, coming onto my property without asking my permission, you mm -hmm. know, the, the one guy, and I, I'm positive. He doesn't even know who we are. So he, there's no way he's listening to this who goes up and down our street with his dog and he doesn't have his dog on a leash mm -hmm. and he comes by our house and I've heard him say before, go say hi to your friend. And his dog runs up to, you know, our backyard, our backyard to Mishka's kennel there. And, and Mishka goes nuts because there's this other dog on her property and the guy just laughs because it's, you know, they're friends, he thinks. And I'm like, get your fucking dog off my property, you know? Um, and I've been out there when he's out there before and he's like a super nice guy and his dog is sweet and all this kind of stuff. And I'm like, you want me to live without rules? Mm -hmm. <laughs> You're telling me that it's better for me to live without a rule. And that asshole gets to let his dog run on my property. I'm, I'm talking about it's it is such a small fucking thing, and I'm like, it's small, but it's huge I'm, because each one of us does that. 
that if there were no if there were no property boundaries and we coexisted in mutual respect, one, we probably wouldn't have capitalism. Um, not sure about that. No, 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 you would not. But (laughs) the other case is that there are people out there on a much larger scale than just what I do or don't do with a neighbor who lives next door to me. There are companies out there and I can't, I'm sitting here trying to rack my mind to think of the name of the company, but there was a company that chose, um, to give their employees a living wage of like 75 grand a year, every employee equal across the board, everybody got paid a living wage and his company profited. Like they went through the roof over the next several years and they're still putting out data showing that this was a good move for them. This isn't just about whether I let somebody get on my property and I'm nice to them or not. This is about turning the system upside down and saying mutual respect is, is that as the owner of the company, I want you to make the same amount as me. I want equality on every level that you don't work for me, but you work with me. We're in this together. But that's a whole American concept that is going to happen one company at a time. We're going to look at economics differently if we looked at mutual respect differently. We would value uh, our um, ethnicity. We would need to see it in our real estate. We would need to see it in um, services provided to everyone. Like, I know I'm probably talking socialism here. I'm not really trying to go in that direction. I'm just saying. It's just, it's another label. Who, who uh, right. It? And sure. I'm not even yeah. sure what's all loaded in that. So I, I don't want to go no, down that road. But yeah. but the idea is that that, yes, we do make changes. We make changes by being a different business owner. We make changes by being a different kind of employee. And we don't need the position to feel like we have accomplished success. Yeah. That that me caring for my coworker is about as successful as I could possibly get in my life. You know, like we have to change the whole frame of thinking, which I think is exactly what Jesus talked about when he said, um, you know, if, if you're, if you're, um, oh gosh, all of a sudden I'm getting all three of the, the examples um, mixed up, but, um, you know, turning the other cheek. Right. These were not issues of, um, submit to another human being. These were issues of standing and being equal and saying, I am equal to you. These are justice issues. The Beatitudes were equalizing. They were the, the, the things that Jesus talked about and the people that he chose to talk to talk to were equalizing in the community. And he said, this is a different way of thinking. So this is the one piece of Christianity that I still will hold on to because I, I still feel like this story we have recorded of who Jesus was and what he said and what he did in those years um, is a message that I want to be a part of. Um, the rest of it, I think, is just uh, one big recording of how humans interacted with these ideas and evolved. Mm-hmm. But I don't necessarily think that we should have based a whole religion around these, the Bible says this, the Bible says this, the Bible says this. Um, if Jesus is 
uh, did say all of those things and did all of those things, then why wouldn't we consider it? I mean, why wouldn't we wonder, could that work? Yeah. I mean, it, it seemed to in recorded history that there was a period of time where there were a beautiful communion among communities, right? Um, I don't know. We weren't there. But how, how could trying mutual respect be a bad thing other than personal sacrifice? Yeah. Um, because of personal sacrifice. Yeah. And, it's and a scary so thing. It's, it is and, a scary and, thing. And most people, it's... that's where it, you know, that's where it breaks down is because it's the whole self-preservation. It know? is. But we um, enter our relationships that way. We enter our work environments that yeah. way. It's all self-preservation. And I think there's this beautiful balance between saying, I have value and you have value. And when we when we live in both of those realms at the same time, I think those are beautiful people I want to be yeah. around Yeah. Um, that I want to coexist with. Um, I don't see myself as being there yet. I'm an idealist. What? In, <laughs> I, I would, I would love to be it's, but I have, a, I have a lot of crap I'm working on leaving behind and walking away from layer by layer by layer and understanding that I was just following a rule. I wasn't actually changing. You know, yeah, we're working. We, we both, you know, talk about regularly that we're working on ourselves. Um, and, and so there's this whole thing about um, that we're not there yet. And, uh, but isn't that kind of the point too, is yeah. that if there was ever a chance for this kind of community to exist, then it, it has to work for people that don't have their shit together yet. Yeah. Like uh, there has to be some way that you and I could actually be a part of that community too. But don't you think you and I are doing that together? W- We're yes. working at that in our relationship, but we weren't always that way. No, we weren't. Um, it's a little, oh, yeah. Yeah. So is the alternative to say it's not going to work, so therefore I won't try? (laughs) So then it's not fuck rules. It's fuck everyone. (laughs) Well, I mean, we've done that too. (laughs) No. Yeah. Okay. I made a little comment at the beginning (laughs) And here we went. Here we went. We did not get to talk about (laughs) vegetarianism. gosh <laughs> yeah yeah words today. yeah we'll have to save the conversation about you know rethinking eating meat later because <laughs> that just sounds fucking boring now <laughs> well i it still has to do with mutual respect it does it does okay so um there's a lot for you and I to continue talking about here <laughs> that we don't have to on the on the podcast because uh, I don't want to stop talking about this, but um, but I do want to. I'm so curious. Are you just are you like are you frustrated? No. Oh Jesus, no. It has nothing to do with that. It has uh, no. Again, we. This is one of those like this is as sacred as sacred spaces get. We, we just had a genuinely new conversation for you and I here. Huh. That's I think that's fascinating. I think it's wonderful. I guess um, this means I talk to myself a lot. What? 
Well, because I've been having this conversation for a long time, but I think it's just in my head. <laughs> yes, it could be true. <laughs> oh God. Anyway, um, I am. Um, I'm ready for another one. So uh, okay. Yeah, we can uh, we can call it. <laughs> we can go out the so rest you can of our publish day. it. So I can publish this. Ooh, yeah. should we call this one rules? No, I think we should call it naked. That doesn't make any sense. You said naked one time. That doesn't. Yeah, yeah but no. that, I, this feels very naked to me. <laughs> it doesn't to me. <laughs> okay, you'll, you'll probably win. You'll call it rules. <laughs> rules is like, Neh. whereas naked, we're like, ooh, I want to listen to that. <laughs> and then that wasn't about being naked. And then we could we get then get to, get to this point right here, and then they go, oh, I see. See how that works? <laughs> oh my gosh. Great. We should just end right now. Yeah, we All should. All right. All right. See you guys.